Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Therapy. We were just talking about how Laura lied to me for a really good <laughs> chunk of our friendship and how I'm still working through that betrayal and how she's lucky that I've stuck around for as long as I have. Sometimes, sometimes, hmm. sometimes I don't have a defense for some of the things mm. that I do. <laughs> <laughs> for context <laughs> i just knew she was seeing her now boyfriend before she told me and because I found- shireen's a huge creep like i know shireen everything will- shireen will monitor every aspect of my life and know things before i even know that's things. very true like I you'll will- i'll know when you're ovulating <laughs> no, no but truly you'll like check in with me for something to be like, are you okay today? And I'll and I won't even know what 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 the significance <laughs> of the day is. And I'll be like, oh shit! And you're I right, know I should be sad. I know when your trips are, when you don't. You know when my massages are, like when my hair appointments coming up, like yeah. So one day I went over to Laura's place, and I looked over. I was just like talking and scanning the room, and I saw a picture of her and Travis. And I stopped, and I was like, what is that? And then I didn't know what to think of it, but Laura like got all weird and was like, okay, um, um. And it took her like 20 minutes to finally say, okay, I've been seeing him, and I didn't tell you or anyone. But then she kept it a secret for a few more months from her other friends, and I felt special. You were. You were the chosen one. But now you're going on vacation with them and not me, the keeper of your secrets. (laughs) Well, I'm sure that in like, I'll give you a week, and I'm sure in a week you'll have figured out where I'm going, what flight I'm on, when I will arrive, what resort I'm at, and you'll be there too. I was thinking of it as you told me. Also, today I was thinking about how you still haven't posted a picture of your new house with Trav. And, oh, yeah. Um, don't get any ideas because I'm about to give you one. Um, I was thinking that when I come to visit you, we should just take a picture in front of your front door, all three of us, and then just caption it like, just the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> don't even bring the cats in, not even Wizzy and Toonie. Just the three of us. <laughs> Friends are the family you choose. <laughs> then they'll think I'm just the world with the Live, laugh, love. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not opposed to you being in our first house pick. Okay. Great. Perfect. Honestly, like, it's probably not going to happen unless somebody, like, forces me to take a picture. Because there's been so many other times where I've been like, I should take a picture. And then it just never happens. Done. Okay. We're doing that. Well, pay attention and watch out for that drop, folks. Coming to you in Q1 of 2023. Q1. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was thinking that – so you know how I've been talking about getting a friend for Mimi? Another cat. Yeah. Well – I didn't think you were seriously thinking about that. I am seriously thinking about it. Um. Okay, I feel bad saying this. The selection in Ontario. <laughs> it's not that the selection is bad. I just, I know what it's like to go through ARCS in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's less stressful looking on the ARCS website because I know what to expect, how to go through it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, what if I just like pick up a cat when I go to visit Laura and bring it back? You definitely could. I totally could. Yeah. But like, That'd be fun. you know, I have Mimi, who's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I I can't not get another gorgeous cat. You should get like an orange kind of medium hair. Okay. Yes. So those complimentary colors. Yes. Gina. And there was one. There was one on arcs. But like you didn't want me there for your birthday. So I didn't <laughs> pick up that cat. <laughs> Girl, if you were here for my birthday, you would have had to hang out in the closet with me. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that would have been such a horrible birthday for me. I know. <laughs> Can relate. Because <laughs> your birthday is about me. <laughs> Celebrating you. But yeah, you're so- such a good friend. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the right cat 
in the right time. Yeah. I'm I'm afraid Mimi might like be so skittish and scared of the new cat. But the like okay, so you know how I took her to Atlanta for my sister's wedding? Yeah. She was really scared of the of her cat. Um her husband's cat for a while, but she was so curious and kept trying to make attempts at connecting with this cat. And she would get closer and closer every day. But by the time she was like very confident about it, I took her back to Calgary. Hmm. So I think like there is a yearning deep down inside for her yeah. to have a buddy. Okay. Because well, I'm, be nice. I'm noticing that like I know that as cats get older, they play less and they sleep way more. But she's only two and a half years old and she's sleeping a lot and i think she's just very bored yeah i mean like wizzy and petunia both sleep all the time Mm, okay like they don't play anymore i feel like they're in their play mode for like the first six to eight months maybe even a year and then basically they just sleep from then on but again it could be because our cats are bored but they at least have each other to play with and all they do is beat on each other yeah, every snap that you and Trav send me in the background, I'm screaming, world star. <laughs> it's great entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Time for hot tops that people care about. Okay. So Kanye asked Trump, he, for he met up with Trump and then asked him to be his VP in the upcoming presidential election. Mm-hmm. And Trump was very upset by this. Like upset. offended. He was offended what? because he's running for v- for president. <sighs> and he obviously said no. And that's that story. <laughs> I couldn't care less. Honestly, like I know there's a lot of stories about Kanye, but I hate this man to my core now. And I yeah. just like ugh. Yeah. Okay, so let me just list off the things that have happened and then give you my thoughts. So he made these comments. He went on some podcast with some right-wing guy, and he made comments about how he likes Hitler and Hitler was good. Um, And then he got kicked off of Twitter because of those comments. And when he was kicked off, he posted a picture of Elon Musk kind of fat-shaming him. Um. I don't care about Elon, so whatever. I'm just reporting the news, folks. Um, and then he also said that he supports Balenciaga and Demna, the creative director. Um, and then to take the heat off of all of those things that happened, he accuses Kim of cheating with Chris Paul from which team is he on now? He's always I'm floating. Idea that human is. Chris Paul, CP3. Is he in the NBA? Last Yes. Last I knew, <laughs> he was on the Clippers. He appears to be on the Valley. Who? Celtics? Oh. I don't know. The, the Suns. Okay. Two very <laughs> different teams. Know. Two very different coasts. Uh, okay. Phoenix Suns. Yeah. So that's where Steve Nash played. Oh. Do you know who Steve Nash is, Laura? Yes. I do okay. know him because he was Canadian. Well, so he, he Short accuses... King. He accuses Kim of cheating with Chris Paul. That didn't go anywhere. Now, you know me. I'm the first person to shut down anything about Kanye. But I'm also the first person who is open to hearing of theories. Okay. I don't agree with this theory, but they're saying that Kanye is actually Clonye and that it's not him talking. So if you saw him on this podcast, he was wearing a mask and he was like, Hulu doesn't love you, Kim. Disney doesn't love you, Kim. Did you see the TikTok I sent you where he was saying that? Um, no, but hang on one second. Okay. So in the interview, he's wearing a black mask. You can't see his face. And people were saying, that's definitely not Kanye. Listen to his voice. And I have to agree. It doesn't completely sound like Kanye. It sounds like someone impersonating him. So there's these theories that... <laughs> Kanye's actually dead and Balenciaga killed him. Obviously, I don't really believe that. But you know how they're like throwing out these theories that so many celebrities are di- are dead and there are these clones and Hollywood is like what? oh the Illuminati. 
no, I have not. I'm not on Illuminati TikTok. Like, You're I not don't... on TikTok. <laughs> Let's make that clear. You're not on TikTok. I know. So I'm going to take the lead here. Okay, but pause for a second on TikTok. Just, I just wanted to let you know that I fucking hate my For You page. So I love going through the TikToks that you send me because they're like 99% better than my For You page. I almost and spat my drink out. I know. I thought you'd like that. So I wanted to make I that actually, announcement. Yeah. You know, I thought that in the past two years, I've done a lot of healing and my love language is no longer words of affirmation because I give that to myself. But you kind of just brought it back up again. <laughs> I'm an enabler. <laughs> yeah, we are codependent with one another. <laughs> but anyways, keep them coming. Okay. okay. Okay, but I I have to say I do think that I've been sending you like a good selection. Yeah, they have been. There's a wide variety. Yeah, because I also like send you slapstick stuff that I know Teeps will laugh at. And because Teeps laughs at that, I know you will. So then I send yeah. it to you. But I'll always send it to Teeps being like you. Or me, because he sends me stuff being like, you. Yeah. Anybody who's drunk is you. Yeah. <laughs> and he hasn't even seen me drunk. But I, I guess think- he's heard the voice notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It feels very Big Brother-like. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's why it's just the three of us. <laughs> just the three of us. <laughs> yeah. In 2023. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's that's workable. We'll work Just the it. 2023 of us. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's like, that's like what I messaged you about on Sunday or Monday. I was like, I can't believe I've gone the past two summers not saying it's hat girl summer instead of hot girl summer because i was looking at my feed on insta and like i'm wearing a hat in literally every picture i know because the hats were the thing that one hat specifically yeah but like especially baseball caps yeah so okay that that was great (laughs) this is why we work (laughs) okay back to the illuminati so he's wearing a mask it doesn't completely sound like Kanye. It does sound like someone else trying to be Kanye. But um, I still think it's Kanye. Yeah, like what would be the purpose of that? Like to try to frame Kanye? Like I feel like if it wasn't Kanye, Kanye would be on Twitter being like, that was not me. No, no, no. I think it's because – so the theory is that Kanye is leaking the secrets of all these companies and they don't want these getting out. And they're like – look what happened to so-and-so when they did this last time. You don't know where they are now. So. Oh my gosh, the conspiracy theory. I mean, I heard it out. I saw what they were seeing, but I don't believe it. But I do like the term clonye. <laughs> I mean, he can come up with a lot of really sticky, hilarious titles and names for things. It wasn't him. It was someone else. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I like them. <laughs> okay but yeah he's Um, a piece of shit he needs to like i I know i keep bringing this up but that one time where he said i was gonna go away for a year i just want that kanye to be back i want him to be back and i want him to be away and that i still can't believe that him and kim have equal access to the kids yeah but speaking speaking of that um it was saint's birthday this past uh, weekend and kim took him and his friends to the la rams football game but then apparently they had a birthday for him at home as well. And Kanye was at that birthday. So oh. he better shut up. Yeah, about these not being invited to birthday situations. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> okay. Moving on. In Bravo News, Mava from Made in Chelsea finally had her baby, a baby boy. And she named it Bo. It was so cute. Um, I feel like she was pregnant for two years. So I'm very happy for her. Bo as in B-E-A-U or B-O? Yeah. B-E-A-U. She's French. Oh, okay. See, Stassi, when she first started dating Bo Clark, I always thought that was such a weird name. I still kind of oh, think it's a weird name. name. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan. Oh, I'm a fan of Bo, though. I like Bo, I need but a not Bo. B-E-A-U. But it's then if French. you do B-O, then it sounds like a bit rednecky. Like Bo Bo the Clown? No, like, hi, I'm Bo. I like to shoot oh, That's not where I saw it going. 
<laughs> Laura Popple, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Have great at impressions. <laughs> He's here every 30 seconds of the month. <laughs> um, yeah, so she had her baby boy. Congratulations. Yay. Yay for this person I don't know. <laughs> Mava's actually one of my favorites. She's quite toxic, though. <laughs> um, Yeah. In other Bravo news, Danielle from Summer House and Robert, her chef boyfriend, have been rumored to... What am I trying to say here? There are rumors that they split. Interessant. I wouldn't totally be surprised by that because <clears throat> I kind of feel like they should have gotten engaged by now. Yeah, and they were kind of hinting at problems on the last season. Yeah, and they do just seem like very unaligned in terms of their career goals and paths. Yeah, agreed. I just feel for Danielle, like she's having a rough maybe her Saturn is what is it? Right or return. Is yeah. she my age? How old is she? I don't know. No, I think she's like thirty one, thirty two. Yeah, she seems well, if Lindsay's like thirty four, I feel like she's probably older. But isn't the Saturn return like it either goes She's 33. from 20 oh, Okay. It either goes from when you're 27 to 30 or it starts when you're 29. I don't know. I feel like you know more about this than I do. Yeah. Um anyway, so they might have split and her and Lindsay are donezo and I just feel for my girl. But she's got all these new friends on the other side, I think. But are so. they really her friends? I don't know. I feel like she's now the outsider of that other group. But we'll see how mm-hmm. the Summer House plays out. Yeah. I feel like she's too good for Summer House. He did seem like a nice guy, though. So that is sad that they broke up if they did. I mean, I would love to date a chef. Yeah. I mean, Yo, I do. You have a chef. Chef yeah. tips. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? And the thing is. Teeps always sends me snaps of what he's cooking for you. And I'm like, that's what I need. Honestly, I was telling him tonight, I was like, this, like the literally, it makes me so happy and it's such a mental weight off my shoulder for him to decide every single night to what he's going to be in cook. contact with me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll like think about it during the day. He'll, he'll figure out what we're going to have. He'll go to the grocery store. He'll get it. He'll bring it home. He'll cook it and I will eat it. And like, and they're not what like- more. Like that's the best like thing ever. Simple meals either. No, like They're I remember complex. when he made the salad rolls and like a whole Thai dinner. Yeah, no, it it's all out. It's chef's kiss. It's a blessing. It is a blessing. I'm happy for you. So glad that your Saturn is gone. <laughs> I know. Um, I do want to mention in Bravo news. So I listened yeah. to, um, Katie Maloney. She was. Oh yeah. Uh, she was on Nick Vial's podcast, which yeah, I don't listen to, but so I, like I ran random. out of things to listen to. Mm-hmm. So I started listening to it. Not a lot of tea was dropped, but basically just confirming again that she broke up with Tom. They're not really speaking anymore. They do have joint custody of their dogs. She mm-hmm. hinted at the whole Raquel situation. She's not friends with Raquel, but she has to let her into her sandwich restaurant because Ariana's friends with Raquel. And she was dating that really younger guy, but then... Um, they're not dating anymore. She's single currently. Um, what else did she say? I can't remember. I haven't listened to the whole episode yet, but but she just seems more alive now. She does, yeah. I think he was really dragging her down. And oh, she, totally. They basically said like, "Why did you break up?" And she's like, "I was just sick of not being the priority." And it's like for sure. Like we saw that throughout the entirety in of Vanderpump yeah. Rules. I think I heard a clip of it, and she was saying that it was annoying that he still didn't agree with all the issues that I brought up do you, like why we were divorcing yeah so I was like yeah that's that's definitely a sign that you did the right thing no for sure I think she did so I hope she finds happiness me too do we know did you DPR see also on no but did you see on I think it was it was on one of those Bravo accounts that like Tom's got a different girlfriend no I forget what her name was. Like it was a re- like Sonia or Saya or like is she a friend a of Raquel's? No, no. But they were at Whoa. like they posted clips of Tom and her at like a concert, and um they were holding hands, and then she was rocking out Whoa. with Raquel. I think she's friends with Raquel, or maybe they just became friends because they're dating. But anyways, he's like got a new girlfriend. Wow. And did you also see that blind? I think it was on like Dumois or something that was saying that all of this shit that um, 
that he's has he been shit talking Katie about moving on too fast or something? I don't know. Something about it was all to like hide the fact that he's basically living with his new girlfriend and was dating her like very quickly after they broke up and et cetera, et cetera. Kind of saying that like Tom's a piece of shit. Well, we knew that. Yeah. He's a coward. He has n- no. He's a wimp. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, speaking of Nick Vial, did you end up listening to Victoria and Greg? I did. So I listened to it. Kind of boring. Yeah. They I still rub me the too. wrong way. Like, there's. Oh. Oh, okay. I actually have some thoughts. So if you think about it, her and Johnny were together for like six weeks in total. Yeah. I don't think it's like wrong for her to move on that quickly. No. And get out of something toxic. But I do think like the whole the way she went about it. I just like, don't like her attitude. Like I don't even care that she's now with Greg and not with Johnny. But like the whole her whole attitude throughout the entire situation is kind of just indignant. And it's like, okay, I understand your perspective of things. But like somebody else was really hurt in this process. So can't you just like give the respect to be like, look, I, I see what you're saying. I disagree with it. But not go on this like whole tirade trying to make yourself look like the good person and look like the victim and um shit talk him and everything like i just feel like there's a classier way for her to move through this and i really feel like johnny isn't taking the low road like he's not out there shit talking her really um i don't know i just feel like it's it's unnecessary Mm -hmm. but she is saying like i i wish johnny all the best like i truly want him to find happiness right but like does she i just feel like her attitude towards everything is like so flippant and like really she doesn't care about johnny like she seems like offended about the fact that she even has to like explain anything and it's like well i don't know because this whole situation like her when she was talking on the podcast she was saying like you know greg and i were friends for like years and we were really friendly yeah it was a year and a half we were talking like before you know we used to call each other randomly and then you know when i got home from paradise i felt the obligation to call greg and tell him that i was engaged and it's like that is the shit that did not add to me because i'm like why if you're just like casual friends who talk here and there did you feel obligated to tell this dude hey i'm engaged when you got back like you don't owe him an explanation unless there was something like going on like feelings wise i read something somewhere that said Victoria thought Greg was going to be on BIP and then found out he wasn't shortly before going. But Maybe. that's who she was hoping was on the beach. But then that just makes her look shittier because then it's like, <clears throat> so you were just, what was the whole point of this Bachelor in Paradise thing with Johnny then if you had him in the back of your mind? But also like, why does everyone wait for BIP? Like you guys can message each other before. Totally. And they obviously were in contact and like, I don't know. She kept on going through the timeline and and I do think like maybe the timeline like doesn't overlap, but I do feel like there was definitely she wasn't getting engaged to Johnny without Greg in the back of her mind. And I really think Mm. that that's a toxic way to start a relationship because then you just care less. Like if you think you have a plan B, you care less about making your plan A work. That is very true. That is very, very true. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm still not a huge fan of her and Greg, but I check in from them on Instagram from time to time. I do too. (laughs) I I like staring at her. Yeah, she's very pretty. She's so pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, In other Bachelor news, did you read about Jill and Jacob breaking up immediately after? Well, I feel like is that even a thing? Like that looked so fake to me from the beginning. Well, she said that they like got in touch a few weeks before the reunion and they were like okay like maybe this could work and then he made the grand gesture at the reunion and literally a week after they hard launched it on instagram they broke up and she said it's because there was no trust in communication and they were supposed to meet up somewhere and the plans fell through and she just has standards that she can't let go of it's like okay you're giving a whole lot of nothing and like a whole lot of like we don't really care it's true (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Well, that's Jill and Jacob. R.I.P. to them. (laughs) R.I.P. Zendaya and Tom Holland are rumored to be engaged. This is the second time I'm seeing this rumor. So that probably means it's not true. I don't know. Maybe it is. 
I feel like I'm just like out of the Zendaya loop. Like I feel like some people are really obsessed with her and I just don't watch anything that she's in. The only reason I know is because I ended up watching Euphoria, but then also the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I didn't watch either of those. Hmm. Well, this turned out to be lame. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said at the beginning of this podcast it was going to be news we cared about. Wow. Did you hear that they're doing a remake of that 70s show, but it's that 90s show? Okay, yes. But is this the first time you're hearing about this? Yeah. What? Okay, so you tell me. Well, I don't know much about it, but they're doing a remake and it's the exact same set as was the nine as was the 70s show and i know that mila and ashton like are on it or like make a cameo appearance in it wait and it's the same set it's the exact same set apparently because i know i remember hearing an interview with mila where she was talking about going back to the set and how it was really weird hmm well okay i mean i do think the furniture changed in the 90s well, I'm sure it did, but, like, maybe it's still the same set? I don't know, dude. Like, this is your news item. Why is this on me now? All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Emily in Paris Season 3 dropped their trailer, um, which means that it's coming out very, very soon. You know what else is coming out this Friday? Dream Makeover Season 4. Okay. Well, hang on. Okay. Back to the ni- the 90s show. Oh. it The... The description says, in the summer of 1995, Leah Foreman makes friends with a new generation of Point Place kids while visiting her grandparents, Red and Kitty, in Wisconsin. So, it must be at Red and Kitty's house, and whoever the hell Leah Foreman is, is that his sister? Eric's sister? I don't remember him having a sister in the show. I don't know. Anyways, that's why it's at the same place. Okay, that makes sense. And now you know. And now you know that season three of Emily Paris is come <laughs> Emily in Paris is coming out. And so is Dream Makeover. Do you know what Dream Makeover, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. We both like her style. Yes. I I like that show too. It's easy to like watch. I just hate that they only release six episodes. Like what are we going to do with six episodes? Yeah. They're only half an hour long. Oh yeah, that's right. Are they doing like, do they split the season in half and half? Because didn't they come up with the season No, it's a totally different, yeah. But it just came out quicker. It's a totally different season though. It's season four. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, that's exciting. Are they launching all these things before the Christmas break? So that would be unreal. Yeah. So Dream Makeover is this Friday. Sick. And then next week on the 15th, Murderville is releasing a Christmas special and Sean Hayes and Jason Bateman are going to be in it. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Did they announce that on their podcast? No, they didn't. But I read the article about it. Oh, that'll be Mm -hmm. fun. Cool. Something about Santa missing or dying. That'll be so funny. They're all so funny together. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to see Jason Bateman in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in other show news, I think that's it for like new shows coming out. Oh my God. Real Housewives of Miami is coming out on, not tomorrow, but Thursday, four episodes. (gasps) Yes. See, I gotta see where I can watch this. It, I know it's on Hey You, but like, does it come out on Hey You the same day as it comes out on like Peacock? It usually comes the day after. Okay. So we could watch it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, we that- could. <laughs> Are you trying to hang out with me? <laughs> <laughs> you can come over. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's coming out Thursday. In other news, have you heard about this Good Morning America cheating scandal? Yeah, but I keep on getting confused because I'm only getting bits and pieces, and I refuse to actually Google it. So I'd love if you could enlighten me. But what I'm confused about is like I thought it came out, and then it was like, whoa, they had this crazy affair, and then they're like, actually, no, they're both estranged from their partners. There's nothing like a fairy about it, and then now it's like, no, they're both fired or like suspended for this affair, and it's like, was it an affair or not? That's literally it. That is the story. You are all caught up. Join so us we next don't know week. If it's an affair. <laughs> 
No, okay, so no one knew who the hell TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, Robach were until this thing happened. So they were recently uh, pictured on a weekend getaway together, and TJ Holmes is, like, touching her butt as they're loading the car, so it's very clearly that they're, like, hooking up. And everyone's appalled because TJ Holmes has a wife and Amy Robach has a wife, well, husband. And they're both these co-hosts that have been co-hosts together for years and years and years. And so everyone was outraged because they're married. However, then I think it's for PR, the story came out that, no, actually, TJ has been estranged from his wife since August. And then they just happened to get together a few weeks later. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's estranged from her husband. And yeah, it just worked out. But there was also a rumor that TJ was seeing the producer of Good Morning America, who looks very similar to his wife, and he was seeing her for three years, and that caused problems between him and his wife, and then they were estranged, and then he started dating Amy Robach, but I think that was all for PR purposes, the estranged thing, because Mm -hmm. the other theory is that the reason why they were pictured is because one of the spouses had a suspicion and hired a PI to go snap these pics and follow them well that and would then be they the did only thing and they that got makes sense because it's like who cares about these people i know they're good morning right. america hosts but like really it's not who, a good like, morning what anymore popper- <laughs> or is it mm-hmm. what paparazzi are out there like following them around like that just seems exactly so that's really silly it's a pi sent by one of the spouses after having a suspicion um and now they're suspended while they figure this whole thing out and it's kind of weird to me that they would suspend them. Like, in my view, wouldn't you be getting a ton more views in Good Morning America for people coming on to be like, oh, I wonder how they're going to act together. I wonder what their dynamics going to be. Let's yeah. watch this juicy content. Like, yeah, why would sure. they take them off the air? But like, they could have, their views could have skyrocketed. Did you ever watch the morning show on Apple TV? I watched the first season. Okay. So you know how, like, Things are done because the network has to represent some set of values, right? Uh, okay. So they probably want to, you know, keep that family unit together, not condone cheating, blah, blah, blah. Nah. Okay. Yeah. These poor people, like, I feel like they're just, like, going through their daily life, having their fun affairs, and now they're, like, uh Poor people. Television. Don't cheat on your spouse. <laughs> well, did they? Allegedly. Yes. I think they cheated. It just like why would you be out in public that obvious if like be more discreet or maybe they were separated and one of them wants more in their alimony so they had to get a PI to show adultery maybe hmm things to think about yeah oh i forgot another show coming back is Ginny and Georgia season 2 isn't that you watch Ginny and really Georgia really bad show no but i thought it was a really no, bad show no, it was entertaining. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Happy for you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, lastly, no, two more things for my news. Amber Heard has filed an appeal for that trial. That's all I've heard about it. Nothing more. And number two, um, Kiki Palmer is pregnant. She did a whole Beyonce reveal on SNL. It's Can cute. you remind me who Kiki Palmer is? Did you ever watch Proud Family? No. Okay. Well, that's all I got for you. Okay. She for some reason, I thought she was on like family. Bravo or something. No, but she's obsessed with Bravo. Okay. Because I was so confused. I'm like, I don't know who this person is, but like apparently she's big news and this hosting is a big deal and also her pregnancy is a big deal and I just don't really know who she is. Well, but congrats to her. Now you still don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I had added a few things that I thought were interesting. Yeah. Lady Gaga's dog walker, or no, dog walker shooter, the guy who shot her dog walkers, um, but they didn't die, got sentenced to 21 years in prison. So which, the dog, sorry, what's the whole story? So back, it was like, I feel like it was in pandemic days. Um, she, her dog walker, Lady Gaga's dog walker was do- dog walking her two dogs. And then this guy came up to like, as they do. And shot the dog walker and stole the dogs. And oh, then yeah. she had like issued a thing being like, I'll pay you $100,000 if you return my dogs. Ultimately, I think the dog's gig did get returned. And then this person actually finally got caught. And then, yeah, he just got 
sentenced to 21 years in prison for this shooting, which is interesting because I'm like, is that attempted murder? Yeah, I don't know. Or is it like assault? Like, what is the line between assault and attempted murder? Every time I hear a sentence that is longer than anything to do with actual rape or sexual assault where you didn't kill someone, I'm always, like, furious. Like, you think it's a lot? No, okay, this person shot someone as attempted murder. Okay, yes. But why are the sexual assault sentences so much shorter? No, I agree with you. I honestly thought this 21 years was a little harsh. But then I'm like, well, I guess if it was attempted murder, not harsh. But like, yeah. then I was thinking, what would it be if you like didn't mean to murder somebody, if you just needed to like wound someone? Would it be like like assault? Like, I don't know. I should learn more about criminal law. But 21 years seemed like a lot to me. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I read, I read this thing that you added to the notes and I was just like, I can't wait to hear more. But that's it. That's it. <laughs> I put it all in the notes. Um, in other news, unfortunately, Kirsty Alley had died yesterday. And it was quite shocking. And I don't know why, but it a few things shocked me. One, that she was 71 years old. Yeah. Two, that like I haven't heard of her in several decades but i was still like oh no you know she had just such a prominent role in my mind from it takes two which is one of my favorite and movies cheers, of all time right? i never watched cheers i was watching mary kate and ashley when cheers was on yeah um yeah the 71 thing shocked me but it was a private battle with cancer so i guess that's why we didn't hear for a while because otherwise you'd see her on like the jenny Kreger weight watchers diet commercials right but um, it also said that she she only found out very recently that she had cancer and she died like very fast that's super sad, sad. um yeah christy alley was a trump supporter i know she was problematic and she also was on an interview with barbara walters where she was laughing at the fact that someone she knew dressed up as the ku klux klan for halloween what the fuck so Okay, well, that's problematic, but R.I.P. <laughs> Pitch or ditch a bitch? Okay, I have one thing I want to talk about that we've already kind of talked about, but um, on the weekend, I started watching As Pure Recommendation. Finally. You're welcome. You're I started, welcome. <laughs> I started watching The White Lotus Season 2, mm-hmm. and here are my thoughts. I'm all caught up. Okay, okay. So... I think that I don't like this show. Yeah, it's all. not for the week. <laughs> not even that. Like, here's the thing. I am like, I was begging for the next episode to come out. So somehow I was like, in my mind, really into it. But I think it's because I ran out of shows and I really thought that I was watching. I thought the season was over. So I was really mad that well, all the all the episodes hadn't been released yet. The finale is next week. I know, but I wanted to binge the entire thing in one day. And so when I got to the fifth episode and there was no more, I was extremely rattled. So that's why I was like, oh my gosh, when's the next episode going to come out? The next episode came out. Even like Trav started getting into it because we were watching it in bed and he actually started watching it. And I was like, whoa, shook because he never watches any shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just think looking back now on the show with a few days to think about it, it's just very extremely slow and I don't get what everyone's saying about like how it's shocking and crazy. I'm like, I don't think it's that shocking and crazy. I get what you're saying. This is how I felt about season one because I was honestly like, what is the point of this show? I don't get it. And most most of the time in the episodes, all you can hear is that stupid background music. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really distracted me. But I find season two to be much better probably because I like the cast. Like I Aubrey Plaza is so good in it and then obviously Jennifer Coolidge but um I just think there are themes in each episode that if you are willing to see you will grasp okay like so how women blind. don't need men that's one of the themes <laughs> um the other themes is the corruption of the rich um 
Yeah. Okay, Another so I'm, is like, I'm getting why I don't really the, like it because I'm not diff- a deeper meaning girl. Yeah, you're not an abstract thinker. No. The other is like showing the difference in jealousy in men versus jealousy in women and how it's received differently. Like the whole thing with Harper and what's her – Ethan. Um, oh, Laura's cat just came on the screen and is tenting. <laughs> She's slithering in there. Pardon me. <laughs> I'm just going to scoot John over right here. That's <laughs> literally what just happened. <laughs> okay. I get now. I Why get you don't that it's like, like it. a critically acclaimed. It's a critical acclaim. And like anything that falls into critical acclaim for like deeper meanings and themes and trying to like show something through television. No, I'm out. So I get now why I don't like it. But here's a hot take. I think Aubrey Plaza was miscast. I Who do don't you think, think she should have played. I don't think she fits her character. Like she, this character seems like the most, like the most miserable, unfunny, um, like just but she's an- always miserable. No, but she's miserable in like a funny, quirky way. This person's just dead ass, like miserable wet blanket. And I know, but it's not a comedy show. Like, it's I know, not but Parks that's why Rec. I think she's miscast. I just I don't. Every time I see her, the versatility in her talent. Oh, I don't think maybe then she's that talented at playing this role. I just feel like I'm watching her and I'm like. What you're doing doesn't feel like it's matching what your character would be doing. Like, I just don't believe the character that she's playing. Hmm. I think, okay, now that I think of it, I think I felt that way for the first episode or two, but I no longer feel like that. Hmm. Probably because I mean, she's I've less, leaned into the show. Because it just, like, feels like when she, she when she's super wet blankety and then when she's, like, <clears throat> uppity, I'm like, these also these two vibes don't fit within one human like mm. it's so unnatural kind of both ways that it feels like everything that she's playing is forced her wardrobe is sick though yeah she looks good mm-hmm. that other chick was on the bold type did you ever end up watching that yeah the oh. the polygamy show bold love no <laughs> no i'm talking about the bold type that show about oh no i didn't watch girls. it yeah okay she no, was no, on no. that show okay daphne yeah no i don't also like okay when we were watching the show I, <laughs> like where is this going look over at trav and like what because i'll be like something will happen i'll be like oh my god haha or i'll laugh or I'll like make like a exasperated comment like oh <gasps> And then I look over to him to see if he's, like, picking up what's been thrown down. And, like, there is no thoughts behind those eyes. So we're <laughs> laying in bed. And, like, spoiler alert. But um, when Daphne was talking to her about her trainer, and she's like, yeah, you should have a trainer. Oh, he's so cute. He's got these blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, and then she's like, here, I'll show you a picture. And then she shows Aubrey Plaza a picture. And it's a picture of her kids who all have blonde hair, blue eyes. And her spouse has, like, dark hair, dark eyes. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I don't know what I'm looking at. This is just a picture of my kid. She's like, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. And then I look over at Trav and, like, literally he has not been impacted whatsoever by the show. <laughs> and I'm like, Shocking. I'm like, do you get what just happened? And he's like, yeah, she showed a picture of her kids. <laughs> like, no. This is why you could put his Christmas present in plain sight and he won't know. Truly. I know. Actually, I did. Like, I wrapped it this weekend and it's there and he hasn't guessed what it might be. I was thinking. He probably knows. Well, I was thinking, I was like, I shouldn't wrap this because, like, the minute he sees it, he's going to know. But then I was wrapping it right in front of him. I was like, do you know? And he's like, no, should I? And I'm like, I really believe that you don't know. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Okay, what's your picture, bitch ditch? Oh, my God. I said it again. Wow. I'll admit that one. Whoa. I said it again. I said it again. Roll the tape. Okay. Um. You also said – I can't remember anymore. Whatever. <laughs> it was in this episode. Okay. So I have a couple shows to pitch. I wanted to pitch this one last week, so I'll start with it. It's called Fleischman is in Trouble, and it's on uh, Disney+. Plus. So the cast actually has – Seth, not Seth Rogen – 
Adam Brody. He played Seth on the OC. Okay. I had such a big crush on Adam Brody. Yeah, same. Okay, hold on. Let me just pull up the cast because you're going to know who the main character is. Um, Jesse Eisenberg. Did you ever watch <laughs> – not a thought behind those eyes. Did you well, ever- I was thinking, is that Jess- Is that um, Billie Eilish's boyfriend? No. Oh. He's from The Social Network, Now You See Me. Um, he was in Molly's Game. Okay. If you saw his face, you would know. I would know. Okay. And then Lizzie oh, yeah, yeah. Kaplan I know or about. Kaplan. Okay. And yeah, Adam Brody. Okay, so this show is basically about this doctor, Dr. Fleischman, who is going through a divorce from his like media executive wife, and they have two kids together. And all of a sudden she just disappears. Like she drops the kid off the kids off one day and then just doesn't return and now he's navigating his whole life like post-divorce and he's he's you know seeing other people having sex with other people but then reflecting on why his marriage didn't work and starting to realize like how poorly he was treated and where it all went wrong but I think it's such a good show so it's based on a book and his friend Lizzie Kaplan or Kaplan is narrating it the whole time um, and she's one of the friends that he reconnects with once this divorce happens. But I think it's just so well written and shows you like the complexity of emotions and grief, which you wouldn't like. <laughs> this sounds to me a lot like marriage story vibes. Oh, yeah. I loved that show. Yeah. The four episodes, right? No, that was a movie. With, oh, the um, one with the pianist? Yeah. Although I don't think it was him. Was Scarlett it? Johansson Charles and Adam Johansson. Driver. Yeah, who's not, not the pianist. The pianist. <laughs> but I get taller version of the pianist. <laughs> um no, there was another one with like Jessica Chaplin and Isaac something. It's a four part thing. Okay. Anyway, um it's a pitch for me. I don't think you'll like it though. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like very like serious. Yeah, there is humor in it, though. Okay. Well, it's got good reviews. It's 85% on Rotten Tomatoes and 7.2 on IMDb. Yeah, the script is really good. Hmm. It looks like it's based on a book. Yeah, I said that. Oh, I missed that part. I must have been Googling it. <laughs> um, The other show is... Okay, I don't know if this has been happening to you, but it's been happening to me a lot. Ever since we started this podcast, I'll remember things like the second season of a show will come out. And I'll be like, didn't I pitch this on the podcast? But I actually just had a conversation with you about it before the podcast. That hasn't happened to me yet. Okay. Well, there is a show called Firefly Lane with Katherine Heigl. I do remember you telling me about this show, though. It wasn't okay, on the pod. Okay, thank God. No. I do remember you telling me to watch the show. Yeah. Um, they finally released season two, but they're releasing it in two parts. So they released nine episodes on this past Friday and they're releasing the final seven in June. And let me tell you, it was left on a cliffhanger <laughs> and it's not fair. <laughs> That's a long time to wait. Yeah. Um, so it's season two and it's going to be the final season as well. So um, I think it's also based on a book. But it's about a friendship between Katherine Heigl and her co-star. She was in Scrubs. I forget her name. But they've been friends since they were teenagers and they navigate all these ups and downs in life. And their friendship goes through a big rupture. And that's what season two is about. And you you just don't know if it's going to be repaired. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's also a pitch for me. Okay. They're like almost an hour long episode on Netflix. Very cool people. Um, if you end up watching, tag us in your post, giving your reviews. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to start accepting <laughs> listener letters? Anytime. If you want to send a Wait, letter. Wait, are you are you down for that now? I don't care, a lot of, but who's going to send us a, a lot letter? of people have been saying, like, you should start um, doing listener letters. And I was like, yeah, I got to convince Laura to add that segment. Well, if anybody wants to actually send us a letter, I know some people who want to. About what? Like, what are we'll they find lettering out. us about? Okay, we'll find well, out. Sure, if you get a letter, we can have it on the podcast. They just need to email it to poptherapy1430 at gmail.com. 
It's the combination of mine and Laura's birthdays. Are you si- holy? You knew shit. that. No, I, I told didn't. you that. I was literally You're just such about- a bitch. I was just about to make a joke how we there was 1,429 pop therapies that came before <laughs> us. And this entire time, I have thought that that email address was just like the next available one from pop therapy. No. I never connected that, that those are our days of birth. <laughs> it's just, once again, I care about this friendship more than you do. I find more meaning in it than you do. My mind is blown. I need to get a boyfriend so that I stop paying so much attention to you and us. <laughs> no! <laughs> Bitch! That was a mind-blowing turn of events. Wow. Well, okay. I remember Pop Therapy wasn't available, and then Pop Therapy 1 wasn't, and then Pop Therapy 101 wasn't. So I was like, okay, let's get creative here. 14 and 30. Wow. I'm going to remember no one's gonna it so have much that. better now. Like, I literally would be like, fuck, what is that number again? Like never connected those dots now you know now i know so yeah um send us your listener letters (laughs) can't wait (laughs) okay let's talk a little bit about some shows that we've watched this week an explosive episode of potomac okay we'll start with potomac (laughs) so on potomac the big event that happened was Robin was watching, taking a dump, and she was watching an Instagram live <laughs> I of love Candace. Robin. Yeah. And she, like, recorded the whole thing. of And Candace was based on the live being like, these hoes ain't loyal. They're all bitches. All these women suck, ex- et cetera, et cetera. So then Robin decides to bring, a like, a Beats pill speaker to the dinner and then lays it out on the table and is just like, I think everybody needs to hear this. She turns on the speaker and plays the live and everyone's like, oh my gosh, wow, I can't believe you said this shit. Bluetooth speaker. And then, what did I say? No, I'm just like repeating that. And then Candace quickly like kind of bounces back when she's like, no, Karen, I wasn't meaning you. And somehow that like absolved her of all like Karen didn't care anymore. And then she said to the other people, she's like, I've told this to your face. Like this is nothing new. Um, but then the real turn of events, I think, happened when Ashley says, like, Candace, you spoke on Karen's marriage. You said that she was out dating these other men. Which and Candace, she did. Which, and then they flash back to, like, that exact conversation yeah. where she said precisely that. And when Ashley threw this out there, I thought that, that she was, like, making things up. So when they showed the clip, I was like, wow. And then shit hit the fan between Karen and Candace. And Karen <clears throat> got really upset. Then they all go out to the club and they like have like a good night. And then when they're in the van on the way back, Candace again pops off at Robin and Ashley records the entire thing on her phone doing the Lord's work. She's really been delivering this season. Totally. Did you see Queens of Bravo posted that Robin's speaker thing got the highest views this season? Really? Wow. Yeah, I think there were like a million plus views on this past episode. Robin and Ashley are really carrying it this year. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I'm not mad about it. It's it's about time Ashley showed up. No, I agree. I want to see more of her dating life. Yeah, I wonder. With Luke. Well, he's not going to be on it because that happened after they filmed it. Yeah, right? yeah. But maybe next season. Maybe it'll last. Yeah. Um. So they end with like a, a clip of what to expect next episode with everyone fighting. And do you know I also saw a uh, I saw a clip of of Candace going to Karen's house to apologize, mm. and they were like, "Candace, did you like forget what you said? Like, how did you remember?" And she's like, "Yeah, a producer told me," and she was like, "Oops, yeah, okay, I guess I did say that." Okay, so the way that Candace handled everything at the dinner is exactly why I never trust Candace. Like, once a snake, always a snake. Tiger doesn't change their stripes. Blah blah blah. All those metaphors because she says this is exactly why i say you're not loyal ashley but it's like bitch you're the one who said the rumor don't deflect and bring this on ashley totally yeah and when she was mad at robin for like ambushing her and she's like how did i possibly ambush you put this on the instagram for the entire world to see like yes if it was a private conversation between the two of us i could see what you're saying but like you literally posted this for everyone to see on the trip 
yeah, so how is this an ambush? Like, I'm just sharing what you've already shared with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just very emotionally immature. Yeah, she's just mad that she got caught. She's not mad because she said it. And her song, Insecure, is not good. Not good at all. With Trina. I had no idea what where the beat was going, what the melody or harmony was. Like, it was just bad. And even having the rap verse in there, like, made no sense with the song. Like, it was bad. It was really bad. Oh. Okay, so also, did you watch Southern Hospitality? I did. Night? Yes. What are your thoughts? Okay, well, wait. Before yeah. I get into your thoughts, I just want to note that last week, and I was like, "Why did this guy show up in a bike taxi?" And then I realized this week that he, yeah. it's his job. It's literally his job. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. So you know who would think that's a sick job? Who? Teeps. Yeah, he did tell me that he rode home in one of those bike things from a from stampede once (laughs) i i'm not surprised (laughs) yeah that seems like a teeps thing to do um what did i think so i guess maddie is back with her boyfriend and grace is still upset that people ratted her out and Mikkel is getting a second chance at the job. That's basically all that happened, right? Yes. Other than oh, – and there's like the – everyone thinks that Grace Lily is like being really brutal at her job and TJ confronted her. But one interesting thing that was like barely in the episode at all was when Mia, who's Will's best friend, was mm. talking to that other girl. And she was talking about how – she had found this guy on social media and thought he was really cute. So she messaged him and he was from Hawaii. And then he told her that he was, his job was to be a, like jerk off on OnlyFans. And then she was like saying how he makes a lot of money doing that. And I just brought up the question in my mind, would you date somebody whose job was jerking off on OnlyFans? You know, what's funny. I had the same question for you. <laughs> Or I don't know if it was for you specifically, but I did ask it as I was watching the show. And I think my answer would be no. Only because I already don't trust men and this would not help me. That's where it I was going to It has nothing to do with that being their profession or whatever. Like, get that money, honey. But my insecurity would not let me be peaceful in that relationship. That's the that was my thought process as well. At the beginning I was like, you know what? You good for you. Like if you're get getting paid that much to do that fun of work, like frick, I wish I was that bold. So totally respect that and wouldn't be opposed to it, but yeah, I would really need to see who he's messaging, if there's repeat customers, mm-hmm. what the vibes are. Like, I just feel like that's a slippery slope to go down. Yeah. And I, I don't be- think I'm even I'm even secure enough for that type of shit. What does that mean, Laura? I don't think I'm even that secure enough. Are you saying you're more secure than me? No, I had nothing to do with comparison to you. I just think I'm very secure in my relationship for the most part with oh. Teeps. Okay, fine. And I was... <laughs> You know, I have therapy on Thursday, so this is this is good timing. That wasn't at all to do with you. Trust <laughs> me. I was trying to like pump my own tires. <laughs> you have me for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I would be super impressed if a guy made money like that without even having to show his face. Yeah. Like, do you. But no, I my insecurity couldn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the show still seems interesting. It's really seamless. It's totally a Bravo show. Everything's going in mm-hmm. good directions. So I'm excited for next week's episode. What do you think of Leva as a boss? I think she's doing a pretty good job at not coming across that contrived, really. Because I agree. even even in her conversation with Grace, Lily, where she was like, Grace was giving her all those excuses. And she's like, you can't say That's that life. to me when it's three shifts a week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, totally fair. Like, she seems forceful enough that she's not being walked over, but not overly forceful that it seems like she's playing up how she actually is. Yeah, I agree. And I hope that continues throughout the show because, you know, people change by the end of the show because they get more comfortable in front of the camera. Totally. Or producers tell them to do stuff. 
And it but, seems like everybody really legitimately respects her and her hustle and her authority. Oh, as they should. Totally. Which I you like. You've got four like super successful restaurants on one of the most poppin' streets in Charleston. Yeah. So and, and she's a person place. of color in like a, you know, historically racist city. Yeah. No respect for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other shows you want to chat about? No, I think that's it. I really have not watched Salt Lake City. Have you I watched Winter House? Oh yeah. Let's let's do Winter House briefly. Okay. So the one thing on Winter House was lit the whole episode was kind of focused on whether Austin was gonna tell Lindsay or anybody was gonna tell Lindsay about this whole rumor going around that she touched Austin's dick on the night of Kyle and Amanda's wedding. Mm-hmm. And ultimately Luke does this bring bring this to her attention. She basically says, like, no, I didn't do that. I passed out after we ate McDonald's um austin never brings it up to her directly instead he like apologizes for talking shit about her on watch what happens live um but he doesn't ever actually tell her about actually no did anybody actually ever tell her about the dick touching i don't think Um, they did at the end at either at the end or in the preview for the next episode i think at the end at the end kyle was telling carl right okay so who do you believe austin really i just because kyle said that the very next day austin right, called yeah, him yeah, and yeah. told him that yeah i i do remember hearing that and then thinking oh maybe it is true and like i could see like i just feel like and i honestly feel like there's nothing wrong with that like yeah her and carl weren't together exactly like yeah they might have telling everyone that they're gonna give it a try but it's not like they were like they're gonna give it a try at dating each other not exclusive not like automatically engaged yeah. like like, they didn't have their first official date until a week later. So, I mean, Lindsay had these lingering feelings for Austin. Maybe she was like, one last time before I, like, go on with my forever. Yeah. And like, that's I totally valid. Agreed. Like, even if she had hooked up with him, I don't think it would be a big deal. The The problem in that scenario would be she probably should have told Carl. But, like, mm-hmm. if she just, like, fell asleep touching some guy's dick and, like, nothing happened, I would forget it, too. I'd be like, you, that was I was just going to say, do you think she remembers it? Because she very well couldn't have, and that's why she didn't tell Carl. Yeah, I think she honestly probably just slipped her mind because she didn't think it was a thing. And maybe mm-hmm. it, was, it was even like accidental or like sleepy drunk doing it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's as big of a deal as Austin's making it out to be. And I think people really don't want this relationship to succeed. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I, I hate it because I think they are doing well. The other thing that was really weird in the episode was Jason had a conversation with Lindsay about... I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, so Jason expressed that he felt upset that... <clears throat> about Lindsay sharing their story to the public and she says like I'm sorry you felt hurt which like isn't an apology really Mm -hmm. um and then she goes in a confessional and says that Jason wasn't acknowledging what she had gone through and I'm like well how are you acknowledging what he's gone through yeah but then they showed more of the conversation and then I got really like confused because Jason was basically saying like he didn't get any heads up about this but then Lindsay was like yes I did I had a full-on conversation with you telling you that I was going to release this and he's like well yeah but like you didn't tell me all the details and like I should have been a part of that and she's like well I think it's out of my control that like they're asking me for an interview not you like I should be able to tell my story I gave you a heads up sorry they didn't call you for a comment but like why should I be precluded and then I just feel like the beginning of the conversation was edited to make Lindsay really look bad. But then as things kept coming out, it was like, okay, I don't think she really did blind him, blindside him about this. Yeah. Okay. So I do think that Lindsay could have done a better job of validating Jason's feelings because he was affected by it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was mainly Lindsay's story. Like it happened to her. Yeah. It definitely – yeah. I, yeah. I mean – I do think that he obviously it was his story as well because it was his baby. Like he obviously didn't go through it physically, but it was still his baby. But I did feel like at the end she did like validate his feelings to say like, I'm sorry I blindsided you or like she did like give a proper apology at the end, which is I don't know. I just really didn't trust the editing after the end of that conversation had finished. Yeah. Everyone's just really coming for Lindsay. Truly. Like I wouldn't want to be in that house if I was her. No, it's just like especially she's so sober. awkward, like an out of place now. Yeah. And the whole time she was talking to Luke, I couldn't stop staring at her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> like they were honestly coming out of that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't retain much. 
<laughs> but Luke was being a good friend. He is weird how close he is with those two, but yeah, like, he is. really it's is. Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he could be a good friend to the people that he's friends with. But also the most annoying friend because he forced Jason and Rachel to listen to his guitar playing and help him write a song. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's that guy who brings out the guitar and starts playing Wonderwall around the fire. And it's like, dude, as soon as I see a guy on Hinge with a guitar in his picture, I'm like, nope. (laughs) Nope. There was one guy today who was like a neurologist and he was kind of cute. But then three of his pictures and one of his videos was him with a guitar. And I was like, goodbye. Mm mm. I'm not going to sit around to you writing songs every day. No. You're not going to serenade me. It's not going to (laughs) work. Give you the ick. Like, even if John Mayer did that to me, I'd be like, ill. (laughs) You should not be playing for just me. (laughs) You should be playing for just me on a stage in front of thousands of other people. Like Little Less Lonely Girl or One Less Lonely Girl. (laughs) Or Free Falling. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Pop Therapy. We're at 56 minutes. So hopefully our listeners who say our episodes need to be shorter should Well, it's actually an hour because we had the first five. But yeah, you're solid. (laughs) We're solid. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you all next week. TYSM, LYSM.